Foodie Films is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Foodie fans, this is your host, Kyle Reinfried, your chef de cinema cuisine. What's happening? How are you? I'm still getting used to this new format, talking to you guys every other week. Last episode, great episode, my dinner with Andre, which was my episode with John Harden and Brian Rodriguez. Hopefully you listened to it, and uh, if you did, I'm sure you enjoyed it, because I enjoy hanging out with those guys and talking movies. Uh, But... The next day, the day that it was, it came out, the next day was Valentine's Day. And I didn't even, I didn't even wish you guys a happy Valentine's Day. If, if you, if you listen to my other podcast, P.S. I Still Love Hoffman with Brian Rodriguez, I think we did a sufficient job doing so on the February 1st episode. Just, you know, nice little episode. Uh, and if you guys are, haven't heard about it, that we, uh, we had a podcast called P.S. I Love Hoffman. And that ended last April, almost, almost, wow, almost a year ago. And I'm just recognizing that, uh, March is going to be the, uh, two year anniversary since we started PS I Love Hoffman. But anyway, that was a show where we, uh, we, we loved the late great actor Philip Seymour Hoffman. We talked about his films and we, uh, you know, that came to an end because we covered all of his feature films. I think it was like 54 films in total. And we just missed talking about him so much that we kind of took a note from the Cage Club podcast network, from the Cage Club guys and we the Who Do Cage Club Revisited. And we're having you guys, you as we call them, I call you guys foodie fans. They're the Hoff fans. Uh, and we have you guys vote once a month what movie we're covering next. So come March, we're covering the Ides of March. Very appropriate. So anyway, uh, for February, we covered Punch Drunk Love for the, you know, the love atmosphere that of February and Valentine's Day. And so maybe you curled up and you, and for PS, I still love Hoffman. We, we do, it's like a DVD commentary. So you play our episode while you're watching the movie. So nice, nice and intimate. Uh, we can be intimate too, if you'd like. I'm willing to take that step. I'll cook for you. Just, uh, you know, hit me up. I'll come over. I'll cook for you. Let me know. Uh, so I hope everything's good with you guys. It's been going great for me. Some exciting stuff. I'm enjoying making this video content. You know, we had that little intro video. You guys got to see my trip to New Orleans. And then I did that fun video, you know, 
I am the ham, so of course I dressed up and went to Marstown, got some free cherry pie. Sorry. Uh, and it was delicious. And so hopefully, uh, not hopefully, I will be creating more videos for you. And I just got to figure out, you know, uh, every other week there will always be a video there for you since there won't be a podcast episode. But I'm, I want to create even more videos than just once every two weeks. So stay tuned for all that. You can definitely check it on the YouTube page no matter what. I'll always post them on there. And there will be fun little videos on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, so yeah, hope you guys are enjoying those. This episode, I had such a fun time. I got to talk with Alessia and Janice of Jersey Girl Food Tours. I found Jersey Girl Food Tours on Instagram, and we've been talking for a while. We finally got to sit down and meet and record this awesome episode, and they're just uh, two great women with a great company, and you should really check it out. Go on these food tours of Jersey City and Rutherford and Red Bank and Princeton and just a whole bunch of different places. I can't wait to go on one. I think there's a friendship budding, so hopefully I'll get to see them more and we can possibly collaborate on some stuff. But nonetheless, it was great to sit down with them and record this episode. And this is Fried Green Tomatoes. Jersey, tomatoes, I think I say in the episode too, but that's how I say it. Tomatoes. That just sounds weird. Tomatoes. So... Enjoy this episode. Maybe you should pause it right now and go get some fried green tomatoes and uh, you know a little re- remoulade sauce on it and enjoy this decadent episode with that decadent dish. Well, I'm here with Alessia and Janice of Jersey Girls Food Tours. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Hi. How's it going? What's happening? Not like, much. Staying warm on this windy windy it's a day. windy winter day we've had kind <laughs> of a mild winter but it's this is a no. i feel like we're in chicago right now. no it hasn't been a mild winter i hate the winter no. <laughs> this is it's all torture to me <laughs> so i'm hibernating yep well i'm so glad we could finally make this work we i think we all we all live busy lives and we've been traveling and working and um why don't you tell me about i want to hear all about Jersey Girls food tours and how it got started and just each of your like kind of stories of and your love of food and how it became a business. So, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, tell me your life, life story. <laughs> <I'm sorry. I'm laughs> just... <laughs> how long do we have? <laughs> well, so we can talk about food all day. <laughs> okay. well, so you're both from Jersey. We no. Are. no, no, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Yeah, you are. Well, yeah. I mean, Brooklyn till I was ten. Brooklyn till you're 10, yeah. and then you move to Jersey. Yeah. Where are we each from in Jersey? Because there's a very, you know, know, we got our North Jersey, we got our m- mysterious Central Jersey, and then South Jersey. East Where- Brunswick, New Brunswick, because Rutgers. Ah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Rutherford, so. I'm from Rutherford. Not okay. too far. Yeah. The home, well, East Rutherford is Giants, but, you know, the promised yeah, land. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so tell me about, like, wh- I mean, how did you two meet, and how, th- how did this business start? So, have we, you been on a food tour? I've not one of yours, but I have <laughs> okay. been on a food tour. Okay, before, cool. Yeah. Um, so, Janice was definitely like growing up, like you were an adventurous eater. I wasn't. No? <laughs> I was like, I wasn't always. Oh, okay. I was like the pickiest thing on like on earth, like growing okay. up. And so it's kind of funny that I now own a food tour company <laughs> because now I eat everything in sight except olives. Except and olives. Pickles. And pickles. Yes, we are, yes. Two of my favorite things. Same. 
Things I actually <laughs> right, I didn't like as a little kid. I was very, <laughs> I was traumatized as a child with olives. I was like three years old at my aunt and uncle's wedding mm-hmm. and reached into a bowl of olives that I thought was a bowl of grapes. Oh, oh that's how I feel with chocolate like chip cookies well, <laughs> or <laughs> raisin cookies disguised as chocolate chip cookies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 So, okay, so oh, no really? olives, no pickles, but you're eating everything and you're and you're and you're giving these tours. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Just like um, that. No, so we were both living in Jersey City mm-hmm. and both left corporate, and um, I took my first food tour in Seattle oh. in 2010, and I found it on TripAdvisor, and I was kind of just like, "Wow, this is really cool!" Like, yeah, and it kind of just like made me look for that kind of thing everywhere. Um, so collectively, we've probably been on like 20 food tours all over the world, over the country. Awesome. And realized that this is like a really growing concept. And I still believe that my parents created <laughs> the concept of a food tour <laughs> because we would have an appetizer at one place and we'd have a main course at another place and then grab dessert at, an, at a third place. That's awesome. And that's how they would always eat, like with their friends, with us. And so I'm also um, from Chinese Cuban background. Okay. So I've had, I've been exposed to a lot of different exotic foods from yeah. a young age. So um, I think that's kind of like that. I'm like, here, you can have my bones. <laughs> I mean, growing up, I would eat oxtail. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you're very familiar with oxtail, but there's I've that little part in... that you can, like, flick off. Yeah. <laughs> and as a kid, I had no idea what it was. I just liked it, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is fun. It wasn't until I grew up that I was like, oh, I'm eating a tail. That's, like, you know, that's a bone. <laughs> so I, yeah, I definitely am more of an adventurous eater, but it wasn't always that way, like, when I was younger, I definitely used to pick stuff out, but mm-hmm. my mom always said, don't worry, you're going to eat all that stuff when you're older, and she was right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's we all three of us live in Jersey City, and like you said, it's a growing industry, and you saw a possibility for it here, and this and this city just keeps expanding and like a rejuvenation, yeah. especially, I mean, it's food scene. Heck, we have what's been voted the best pizza, mm-hmm. and even for <laughs> New York. New York. We're right across yeah. the river and they That's say the best favorite. we have the best pizza. He was one of so yeah, Ratza was one of our original partners actually. He was on wow. our first tour. Yeah. Wow. So, so long story so, short, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> we kind of premise yeah. of starting this business. Uh-huh. So she was running tour a uh, similar type a progressive, um, progressive dinner type thing. Okay. For a company and um I signed up for one. Yeah. And oh. I was like on my way out. I was like she was working at a bar. I was working at a restaurant. Like we we're both kind of like mm-hmm. transitioning. Yeah, because and... I had left my corporate job at Coach and moved to Jersey City, and I just wanted to do something completely different and yeah. entrepreneurial and involving food. I started like a little food blog, and I was researching companies like she was working with. And when oh, I awesome. saw that she was the ambassador of Jersey City, I was like, oh, I need to meet her. And I signed up for the event, and I wanted to know what it was all about. And then it turned out she wasn't ever having the event, and yeah. I was the only one who signed up because she didn't really promote it. Yeah. Okay. So, so that was the last. Like I think that was like the third or fourth one that was like on the books for me. Sure. And I was like, okay, well, in that time period, I was researching food tour companies and like the business model and like how it works and whatever. Mm. So as I was leaving. Like another company was already in the works called Garden State Food Tours. Ah, so there was okay. a third partner, 
and then Janice comes into the picture and um, we become basically a threesome. And long story short, he ended up being a not so nice person. <laughs> and this is how Jersey Girls was born. Awesome. Okay. Because um, he kind of screwed us over, and well, he we, dissolved our he dissolved our company. Company wow. <laughs> took down our website, our social stole media. our Facebook. Yeah. So, so like, we had this moment of like defeat. Like, what do we do? Yeah. Do we keep on and rebrand? And- this is like reminding me a little bit of the movie we'll eventually be talking about. <laughs> like a little bit of like, you know, like the, oh, just good. Strong women persevering. This is right. yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That's why we love the movie. And we yeah. have this moment by the Colgate clock. Literally, <laughs> we were like, "What do we do? Do we go back to our full time jobs, yeah. or do we do this?" And we did it in like a month. We just turned it yeah, around. We got a new designer. website, social media, new logo, new name, and that's where Jersey Girls. Wow. So how how long has Jersey Girls been incorporated? It'll be five, five years, years in June. Five years in June. Well, incorporated in April, but okay. yeah, we but, launched yeah, tours yeah, in yeah, June. Yeah, yeah. And our moms came on that tour. <laughs> and and Rato was, was, was on the tour. Do you remember the first places you went on your tour? Yeah. Yeah. We had Rata. We had Hardgrove. Hardgrove. <laughs> Wait, Wonder Beagle wasn't on that one. Yeah. Wonder Beagle. Where's the yeah, original Wonder, Wonder Beagle? Beagle? I don't know the... where the original is, but... The one on Jersey Ave. The one on Jersey We Ave. went to, okay. and he, Sam, the owner, like, took us behind the scenes nice. to show us how he made the bagels. I mean, it's um, a Jersey food you tour. you got to have bagels. And you had, so you got the bagels, you got so, the pizza. <laughs> but why does it feel like, because Hamilton Park was part of our, our lineup, too. Cause right. like I remember, so the like, first ever event was with Garden State Food Tours, and it was in Hamilton it, Park. Yeah. So it was Hamilton That's Inn, right. and Milk yeah. Sugar Love, GPs. Yeah. These are, all are our, our original early partners. partners. Gotcha. And then, um, I, it was, I think the day of Project Eats. Yeah. Right? Project Market. Project Market. There was, was a lot like, going on yeah. in the town and, um, probably wasn't the best day. It was like a fun, it, it was but, like a fun tour cause like we knew the people on it. So right. we just like stopped for like the big pictures of the sangria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so it was like, it was like a mock tour essentially, mm-hmm. but, it, but it was fun. And then we did New on Newark. Right, and so that, that one was a... featured all of the newer restaurants that lined Newark Ave. So oh, New okay. Newark, yeah. which pretty much now they're anymore. all, for the most part, new. And that's like <laughs> something we say on our tour is that, you know, most of the places that we visit have been around for five years or less yeah. because of the change in Jersey yeah. City. Yeah, that's what that was going to be our my next question. Like, what, a lot. Yeah, what, what, what changes, and you, for good or for bad, have you seen with with this city, with, you know. I mean, we've both lived here, what, seven years, eight years? Seven, eight years, yeah. And when we, when I moved here, I moved right by City Hall. Okay. My favorite place was Marco and Pepe, and there was really no, like, not that many places to go. Yeah. And for a cocktail, it was LITM. LITM. <laughs> and for yeah. brunch, it was Skinner's Loft. Now yeah. there's so many options. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so. so we, it's like, 2014 was the year that I think, because, like, the city did that whole campaign. Yeah. Like, branding. Um, so like, I think our, our company starting like happened in tandem with the city also like Just, yeah. mm-hmm. putting itself out there kind finally. Of, <laughs> kind of that perfect timing. It was. Yeah. Just, yeah. And like things have closed since then, but not, not so much that it's like alarming. But I think for um, things that have closed, I feel like then another thing opens. Mm-hmm. It's not right. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's just, yeah. it just seems like, and that, and me, like, so both of you live more down, like, uh, down, down this area. Or? I'm in Hamilton park. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just I'm just even seeing like up in the heights on like Central Ave and Palisades, like more and more yeah. places are opening because mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's like finally spreading. Yeah. We need to yeah. buy real estate, and I feel like maybe like Harrison or Kearney, where it's gonna like I move know. to next or something, yep. and then eventually to Newark. And, yeah. I still think Jersey City has a lot more to go though. Yes, there's definitely. We I need mean, a little bit more offerings mm-hmm. in a sense like well and it's a double-edged sword too you ask me yeah. like the good and the bad what happens is some of our partners you know they get so busy and so well known like places like Raza, you know yeah. like we're so happy for him but now we can't really do tours there because yeah, yeah. you know it's, it's hard to get a seat yeah. <laughs> so we're happy for our partners 100 percent. like the chefs we work with that's the reason why we do it we showcase them you know that's mm-hmm our main like goal with our company is to showcase the talent in New Jersey that you don't have to go to New York to, you know, have fine dining or, you know, great talented chefs. And, um, would you say that's your favorite part of giving tours or, yeah. Yeah. And it's evolved, right? Like from the beginning it was bagels, (laughs) but now it's like almost every stop is seated. You guarantee to meet a chef or owner, at least one or two. Mm -hmm. Um, so much more very intimate, VIP. very VIP, awesome. there's alcohol Exclusive. now. Um, so it's not rushing through like some of the sidewalk tours in like New York and major cities. Sure. Um, so I, I think we always want to maintain that signature experience mm-hmm. and maybe sprinkle in. And it's just because of what we have. Like we don't have a lot of food trucks. We don't have a lot of like just like hole in the wall spots downtown like yeah. that. So our tour naturally became that more VIP thing. Cause we were like, well, let's, let's talk to the I'm owners and sh- chefs. I'm like, shocked that there's not more food trucks. In this I'm city. yeah. Right, well, you know. it's not easy for them in, yeah. in downtown. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to even get one. Yeah, exactly. It's very hostile. <laughs> from <But> each, um, <laughs> going off of the whole idea of like how it, organically evolved mm-hmm. um we've also expanded so jersey city is our home and where we started but um we quickly quickly thereafter expanded to rutherford which is my hometown mm-hmm. and um also a very lovely walkable downtown area with great restaurants yeah and that was the ultimate vip tour um some of the places will close just for our tour wow yeah so i mean it's it's you can't find that in, in new york city how many people tend to be on your tours any like as small as four in Jersey wow. City, okay. as large as a hundred. <laughs> wow! But we split them up into smaller groups right. of twenty to twenty-five. So then so like, you you guys have employees or yeah, I mean, tour guides, a bunch of tour guides. Well, awesome. so we've also expanded to Red Bank, Princeton, and Somerville. Wow! So we have ambassadors that work with us that are local to each of those cities. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Because basically, we're teaching you how to eat like a local. So obviously, you know, yeah, we so want that you, person there. Well, it's good to hear mm-hmm. that you're, you know, you went like, yeah, Jersey City. I know about that. I know about you know about Rutherford. But then while expanding, you're like, no, let's find the people that truly know Red Bank and the other like the other places. Like right. you said. And we tend to go off the beaten path. So we like, for example, in Red Bank, which actually reached out to us to bring the tours to Red mm-hmm. Bank, which wow. is kind of cool. Yeah. We, um, our tour that actually does the best there is like the West Side tour. It's kind of like the off the beaten path, you know, spots that 
it's a it's an area of town that's sort of like evolving. We mm-hmm. like that because we don't, you know, we could take you to the most popular place and give you the best food that they, that place has, but we want to expand your palate and we want to, you know, make our guests sort of like push the envelope a bit and be a little bit more adventurous when they're on our tour. Because maybe when yeah. you go to that restaurant, you won't, you won't necessarily order the thing that you had on our tour, but it becomes your new favorite because yeah, that's we introduce you to it. That, no, that's the best part about food tours. I really start, I'm trying to think if I ever did one, I think I've, Felt like my first one was probably internationally. Mm, Yeah. I did one in Barcelona. And that was just like, and I love Spanish food and I love the culture of tapas. And that's just like, I mean, especially you're going on a food tour, like what better way to experience it is just these small bites. We love tapas. And even on that food tour, the the tour guide was just like, I can't take you everywhere. And like, you know, and obviously we have deals with certain places. He's like, but I'm going to tell you right now. He's like, take out your phone and I'm going to put on Google Maps, yeah, like the places that like the, the locals yep. go. Yeah. That's what we and, like yeah. when we travel. Yeah. And yeah. then well, uh, what would you say is besides obviously your own, your favorite food tour you've ever been on? I think mine was Italy. The one we did in Italy. Mine was, oh, that one was amazing. We're in Italy. It was like an all-day thing. Bologna. Okay. That so, one was yeah. literally It was all day. day. Like, like, they pick you up at 7 in the morning on like a private vehicle, mm-hmm. and they basically get you wasted. Um, you go to Prosciutto right. Factory, Parmigiano-Reggiano Factory, <laughs> um, Balsamic Factory, and like, and then you have a nice, and you're eating along the way, um, and then you end at a meal with a, at a, nice little beautiful restaurant overlooking tuscany awesome yeah yeah that was amazing wow. and then you get home and you're wasted <laughs> <laughs> you're singing italian songs yeah in the car <laughs> in the van we did that um for me i that one's definitely up there but i really enjoyed a street food tour that i took in vietnam oh, oh wow yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did was, one in cool. Bangkok, and that was just like the street food game over there is yeah. just so strong. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. My best meal I had in Thailand was a dollar and sixty cents. It was this amazing noodle soup that I got like from mm. a street vendor. Mm-hmm. But in Vietnam, yeah. I took this tour where we got on motorbikes with two local yeah. girls. Mm-hmm. It was just myself and my friend. And they just drove us around Hanoi, and we stopped at little places, wow. little local spots that you wouldn't know as a tourist. Yeah. It was amazing. Four yeah. hours. That was like the happiest. I've yeah, been. that was cool. <laughs> it was so good. That was cool. Is there any uh, e- expansion happening? Any more sit- cities that you mm-hmm. girls will be moving uh, on have, to? Uh, can, can we talk about the future <laughs> of, uh, or, you know... <laughs> We have some plans. We have um, some plans. <laughs> Hoboken is on the horizon. All right. And, you know, we've always talked about Montclair, Morristown. Yeah. There's a lot of great, you know, smaller cities around here. I was just in Morristown the other day at this uh, really good place, George and Martha's. Mm. And uh, they were giving free cherry pie on George Washington's birthday. Oh, wow. so, oh that's awesome. With, yeah, and they have a really good bourbon selection. I want to go there. They're having Parade Day soon, which is supposedly a big 
event there, like their Mardi Gras, but less, oh. you know, beads and nudity, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll still check it out. <laughs> uh, but like I said, the, your, your story just, you know, reminds me, not, not in, not in full, this is the movie that we're going to be talking about, <laughs> but, uh, as I alluded to, the, the, the film is Fried Green Tomatoes. Uh, first of all, have, have we had fried green tomatoes before? Yes. I'm from Jersey, I say tomatoes. Uh, There's a lovely place just across the street, Oak on Pine, that serves very delicious fried green tomatoes. Have you had? Not, not have from, you been there? Not from there, no. Oh, Oak so and good. Pine? Oak on Pine. Oak Same on owners Pine. as Sam AM. Okay. The cafe downtown. Awesome. Yeah. Oak on Pine. I'm definitely going to check it out. So we've all had <laughs> Fried Green Tomatoes. This is the film from 1991, directed by John Avnet. Uh, it was a novel first. And then I the, didn't realize that. And the novelist uh, started to write the screenplay, was, but was having a... There was just, it was kind of being written for like three years, and the director came in and kind of then finished it off. At uh, first it was being written into a, a musical movie. Oh. I don't know exactly what would have happened there, but yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it's not necessarily... Well, I don't know. I just always think of musicals as happy, but there's plenty of sad musicals say. as well. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, had we seen the movie before? I, this was my first time actually watching it for the podcast. It was podcast. my first time. So we laughed because neither of us had seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we now love it, and it's a classic, so I'm not sure why yeah. I haven't. But. It really is a classic. Just mm-hmm. uh, this past weekend was the Academy Awards, and uh, and this movie was, at least it was nominated for Best Supporting Actress uh, oh. for Jessica Tandy's role as uh, Nini Thur- uh, Threadgood. Oh, wow. And, uh, She's awesome. She's not- Batteries Not Included lady, right? <laughs> What's that? Batteries yeah. Not Included? Y- yeah. Oh, some of my favorite movies. I love I her. I never saw that. And... Uh, <laughs> And she was also in, she was nominated a few years before, or no, won a few years before for Driving Miss Daisy, mm-hmm. but this film was also nominated for Adapted Screenplay, so just very oh, appropriate, given cool. the Oscars just happened. Uh, and this I was actually a movie, that. I totally thought for some reason Glenn Close was in this movie. I feel like mm. I'd seen clips before, <laughs> and I guess I was just getting her confused with, um, with, how, how exactly they keep... Idgi? Is that how they Idgi. Idgi. Because it's Imogen. Yeah. And we actually didn't plan the fact that it's two women, right? <laughs> like, that yeah. was kind of coincidental. It just, it just worked it out just that way. It just kind of worked out yeah. that way. Yeah. And she's played by Mary Stewart Masterson, and then the other uh, lead uh, character of Ruth is played by Mary Louise Parker. So we got the three name Marys in there. And the, direct, <laughs> the director just supposedly went on to call them Stu and Lou on set. So really? Was, yeah, because their name sounded too, you know similar right uh but this is a movie of i mean strong women race relations uh the body what's that domestic violence domestic violence (laughs) uh body shaming and body acceptance and technically cannibals right (laughs) yeah 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 that was weird but so but but also just like a Beautiful tale of just friendship, right? Friendship. And supporting beautiful tale of friendship. Your friend, yeah. Yep. It's beautiful. Supposedly in the book, they actually become lovers. And I was wondering that. Going yeah. To. yeah. <laughs> and the director said he at best alluded to that in the food fight scene that we'll definitely talk about. Yes. That was at most. That's exactly so when he, I felt it. Yeah. Even before that, when she came to rescue her. And yeah. All that, I you mean, kind to, of feel. Yeah. But Not what like I that. mean, so first time we've all seen. What were your What were your thoughts? What did, What did you like about this movie? What maybe didn't you like about this movie? Or I thought it was 
It was, I loved it. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's, it's not your like typical cheesy, like, I don't want to say it wasn't a happy ending, but you know, there, I cried. I definitely <laughs> oh, yeah. cried. Gosh, I ugly um, cried. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I really for did. Sure. There's Holy. no like, such thing as ugly crying. Come I on. think, I think, especially, you know, 1991, it's a while ago. It, it brought up some really controversial issues. Yeah. Um, but still made it issues that we hear mm-hmm. still, right you know, but still, still had its really fun moments mm-hmm. and like to see um what's her what's her character's name the, the main character is she or Ruth? no no Rose? um oh Nini? Evelyn. Evelyn. Oh, Evelyn. 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 to see her She's transform awesome. too yeah. was yep. awesome <laughs> oh she has such a great like she, empowering moment i love her I, so yeah when so she then she's crashed by, into that car yeah. and was just like hysterically yes. laughing yeah so also then another main character evelyn is played by kathy bates so this movie it's it's very interesting in the sense that it's like two time periods yeah so it's i believe like around like through the early 20s a little bit in the beginning and then to to, yeah and then exactly like the i guess well even probably around yeah like late yeah late 80s early 90s you feel like the step aerobic thing (laughs) and then so then the flashbacks were to depression era okay alabama right well that's all takes place in alabama right which is wild yeah Yeah. i mean (laughs) the south the South. So, yeah. What what, uh, what were your thoughts? I <laughs> loved it. I mean, I laughed. I cried. Um, I thought definitely the the women empowerment aspect of it, um, and just so there's Iggy and Ruth's relationship, but then there's also Evelyn and Ninny. Yeah. And it was beautiful to kind of see like the dynamic and how they helped each other and supported each other to be stronger women. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I guess when Evelyn sort of like just has her whole transformation mm-hmm. with the car crash and everything, and she said, I'm older and I have more insurance. Like it was just <laughs> exactly. one of those things where you're like, yeah, with yes. The, with the two, the <laughs> two younger, they said we're young and faster. Right. right. And yeah. We're just, just young and quicker than yeah. you. They snuck into her spot. Yeah. <laughs> so that, and then she just has that great moment of yep. just, and then the, the, the husband, the, the jerk husband, yeah, wow. like, like I mean, he's not nearly as bad as Rose's Frank or anything like that, but he's just very aloof and not, you know, giving her yeah. the what attention she, she deserves, yeah, yeah. And the love that she deserves, and she's trying to be romantic and keep. So I guess they're my name's Kyle. Their son Kyle moved out of home. Uh, I noticed that. <laughs> so always, yeah, exactly. I was just like, always, you know, there's never a lead Kyle. It's always Aww. off screen. Oh, yeah, exactly. Woe is me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so their son has moved out of the house and, I mean, he's, he's very overweight. She's not comfortable with her body and she's trying to, uh, it's, it's interesting that way. I'm very glad to have two women on to talk about <laughs> uh, this character. But, I mean, she seems to be going to some progressive meetings about yeah, you know, accepting right, her body. Right. And even yeah. she says, yells at Nini at one point, and she's like, I can't even can look, look at, at my, my own, own vagina. vagina. <laughs> yeah. like, which is something, I mean, I, guess, I can't it, imagine reaction was funny. seeing this in... <laughs> Whoop, <laughs> there's <okay>. Ollie. <laughs> a, guest, a guest appearance. Uh, I can't, I can't even imagine in 1991, like, 
that just seems like this seems like a pretty progressive film and mm-hmm. just a film that's yeah it well, does. Very... to that point too what i found um to be surprising which i was i was happily surprised was when iggy goes to um ruth's house with her husband who was mm-hmm. abusing her and they're just packing up her stuff and moving her out of there yeah I thought that was pretty, like, ballsy, I guess, like, for the time. Because you would think she would just have to be, like, stuck in her situation. There'd be no out for her. And, you know, to have this strong woman friend, you know, come get her was pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just from the get-go, we get to see that Iggy, like you said, is a is a tomboy. And she has this older brother that she just idolized. Mm-hmm. And he tragically, there's a couple of tragic there's a train death there's and a, a train yeah there's a lot of i thought tragic. that was coincidental that the yeah. little buddy also yeah there was yeah <laughs> buddy jr ends up losing an arm so that's ruth's right. son it was a there was a one point there well at that point where buddy jr is born and then they start the business uh so it's was it the train or the the whistle, whistle stop whistle cafe, stop cafe mm-hmm. which became actually a real place so they filmed mostly in Georgia even though it takes place in Alabama and the it was so po- this movie was so popular that they ended up uh turning the place that they shot in in Georgia into uh, oh. an actual restaurant that's, that's cool awesome. so but i i thought it was a little i mean so she Rose always loved buddy as we saw in the beginning of the film and so she ends up naming the son that she has with Frank, uh, Buddy Jr. Mm-hmm. But then I just, just the, like you said, the train stuff, the fact that they end up opening a restaurant right next to the train, it I wasn't know. like... You'd think it'd be traumatizing. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> yeah. like, I would And you'd think you'd be... keep your son away from the track. <laughs> right? Yeah, by the sound of the whistle and everything like that, I, w- I would think, I, I mean, I would always be, like, traumatized from mm-hmm. that. Especially, I mean, anybody, but the fact that, like... You know, and they almost make it look like Buddy Jr. died at one I point. Know. And I was like, "Oh yeah. my god!" <laughs> I was just, like, "Get out of here!" Yeah, yeah, he lost his arm. But uh, but even yeah. the opening of the cafe part, like, yeah, the whole thing was just really it hit home. I feel like yeah. uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah, just two. I mean, again, yeah. So it's two strong women starting up their own business, mm-hmm. and I just what did you what did you think of their relationship and their dynamic together? Because that's all you know. So Rose is supposed to be. I don't know, 10 years older, I guess. Or maybe a little less. Ruth, you mean? Ruth? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ruth. Yes, Ruth is, yeah, 10, uh, eight, 8 years older than... Maybe even more, because I felt like Ruth didn't age according to, like, right? I guess the little girl would grow up a lot quicker. It would look like it. Oh, right? yeah. Because she was... Yeah. Little when it happened, and Ruth almost looks the same age <laughs> as when Iggy's older. Yeah, so that's true. But, um, but yeah, their their dynamic. It's really cute to see how it changes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when they lose the brother, they then become like closer in a sense because of it later on. Yeah, Ruth comes back and per kind well, of at first request. They feel like yeah, like the mom says to go. Basically, watch her. And yeah. Like, yeah, Mama Threadgood, right? That's the, and then yeah. Ruth has the best night of her life, basically. <laughs> Drinking, <drunk>. and gambling, <laughs> and just, uh, what, what batting. They they, yeah, batting, they and they hop on the train and yeah. pass out the food mm-hmm. to. Uh, yeah. I think that moment where Ruth jumps off the train was like mm-hmm. her like liberating moment. Like, yeah. she sort of 
Iggy brought that side out of her because I think she was very like prim and proper yeah. like before that. And so, like, she brought out that, like, fun, free person in her. So, so it, I think it, yeah, Iggy is to Ruth as Nini is to, to uh, Evelyn. Evelyn, yeah. Definitely. What's the deal with the name changes? The deal with the name changes? <laughs> Aren't they the same person? Well, that's the thing. Well, At the end, I had to Google it because I'm like, Nini is Iggy, right? <laughs> but supposedly they aren't. Right? I think in the book that they're sense? not. But okay, the movie alludes the mo- to it being... Because she left the well, the note at the end on the grave. Yeah. With the honey. Oh yeah. I thought that that was like oh yeah because she said maybe we'll see her later. Yeah, that's what I didn't really get like a clear answer. I had to Google it as well, and I was yeah. reading like trivia for this, and it just there was no sound answer. Really? Yeah. To me, like, the whole huh. movie, I was wondering if that was yeah Iggy, because she never talked about a ninny in the story. Yeah. So who was she in the story? Yeah. So yeah, I, I thought, thought it has to be her, and it almost looks like Mary Stuart Masterson as an yeah. older woman. No, I agree, and that would, I mean, to me, make it a much more complete story in that way. So I, th- I think that's fair to just assume that that's what. But was. I almost was disappointed because I thought it would be more of a revelation that, like, they were the same. I guess it was cute, though. Like, the honey next to the yeah, grave. Yeah, the honey was cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the... Uh, she actually... Uh, Mary Stuart Masterson... She, th- they were supposed to have a stunt double doing that, but the stunt double... I was wondering how they did that. She just she that did was it. Real? That was she her. Just did that it. was real. Yeah. That was real. She just walked right <gasps> into a swarm That's of my bees. worst ni- nightmare. That's your worst nightmare yes, of the yeah. bees. I'm <laughs> terrified. <laughs> yeah, big old tree with a beehive and the... Hunt. I was just, wondering how <laughs> back <laughs> then they would have done like camera tricks for that, and I'm like, wow. That uh, was real, yeah. She's super brave. That's yeah, I think great. the stunt double called out like sick of the last minute. Probably was just like, mm-mm. <laughs> She did it. Wow. So. Oh, man. It was pretty impressive. I like that she's always protecting and taking care of Ruth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It almost reminds me a little bit of my best friend and I. Really? Yeah, Yvonne. Oh. Like the way the dynamic between Yvonne's (laughs) edgy and I'm Ruth. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. No, that's, it's, I mean, it really is a great story in that sense. I mean, then this film finally, I, I did write, I was just like, oh, an hour in, we finally get some fried green tomatoes. I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> and they were burnt, right? And they were burnt. And, <laughs> they were yeah, and, so and, and Ruth is just like, these, these are, are terrible. <laughs> that's, the, that's actually, and I, I mentioned it before, that's the food fight scene. So how about, Best we, scene. yeah, we'll, we'll play that scene for you guys. <laughs> So what do you think? They're okay. The truth. They're, they're terrible. Oh, no. Well, don't be shy. Tell me how you feel. I will. I just thought you needed a little cooling up.
game of Christmas are you two doing? She's trying to teach me how to cook. Look at those bright green tomatoes. You better stop this. I'm going to have to arrest you for disorderly conduct. Oh, I'll arrest him then. Let me handle this. All right. I have to say, I believe it's just been a bad influence on me. I agree. Food fight scene. I mean, there's you know, there's been other cinematic food fight scenes. I think I even covered uh, one from Animal House, but this mm-hmm. is a great, just like two friends. Have you ever had a, a, any kind one. of no. food fight like this before? I haven't. Uh, I'm really upset about this. <laughs> well, you got in looks, the that one looks so fun. <laughs> That one looked like so much fun. But the meat freak in me was also like, oh man, who's going to clean that? (laughs) (laughs) I guess for me, I'm like, I just want to eat the food. I don't want to throw it. (laughs) But uh, have I? Maybe I have when I was like younger or something. I never but we've have. had like moments of just like laugh attacks laugh that attacks. are very similar to <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. But that's that, <laughs> the that rice seems, department. Yeah. <laughs> that that seems great just the because it's just I I feel like that's the most like calm moment of their lives and they're just doing at that point they're they're doing what they love, which isn't necessarily I mean the movie's called Fried Green Tomatoes, but the movie isn't about the food it's about i mean it's about their right. friendship right. yeah and so it's not like they're, they're doing what they're doing what they love but what they love is spending time together yeah. not necessarily so but supposedly they make i mean actually i guess big george makes the really good food it yeah. seems like he right. makes barbecue. The, the barbecue mm-hmm. and the pot and the pie the pie he was making the pie too I, I think maybe um oh what was her name the one that actually oh ends the, up, the mother mo- oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the mother yeah. Yeah. of George. Yeah, I actually was surprised that it wasn't more about food, but the food was like layered in at yeah. the right times to yeah. cause the right effect. Yeah, <laughs> if you the f- say. yeah. The first food. We, well, so the, the interesting. It's like I, you almost forget that this movie is a story of two time periods. I mean, so yeah. the movie's a little over two hours, but it really does have a good pace for covering two mm-hmm. different. The stories mm-hmm. of the timeline of Evelyn and the timeline of you know right. Reggie and Ruth, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and you enjoy both the same. I find that sometimes yeah. when movies do that, like The Notebook, for example, I enjoy so much more the the flashbacks well, than got, I do the yeah, current. It's, I got, guess it's, it's got Daddy Gossip. So you know that even I understand that. It's just, Don't know. hate him. Yeah. Um, Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I truly cared about each storyline like yeah. and what was going on. Kathy Bates was awesome. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah, and she was at, and it was it was funny like I wrote down uh that you know I said how uh Jessica Tandy won best actress for Driving Miss Daisy a few years before and like the year or two before this as well Kathy Bates won for Misery. Which I feel is just like a completely, completely different. different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that movie, just talk about like she is in control and un, you know, I mean, and psychotic and. I but know. like this is a movie <laughs> just a of little just, crazy. It's just a little crazy. I still look at her sometimes and like cringe. She really? played such a good role. You never see Misery. I never saw it. Ooh, oh. Her and James Caan, and it's just. I feel like it's a movie that once you see, you'll be like, oh, I've seen that, like, you know, parodied on, like, The Simpsons. And, like, (laughs) it's one of those. Yeah, you have to watch it. It's one of those things that you. 
Okay. Know, it's a little rough. Yeah. yeah, watch yeah. it with someone. Don't watch it alone. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but the, yeah, in this movie she's just so vulnerable, and like yeah. you said, like both her and Rose have those great you know moments of the, just their breakthrough, and uh, but with Evelyn. The food with her is just like that she's eating a lot of candy. Right. So it, it also um, touches on the topic of emotional eating, yeah. eating disorders. So, yeah, there's a Cause lot. Because she stops that when she has her breakthrough about not wanting to go to the women's meetups anymore. Right. Yeah, not wanting to go there and just these conversations with Ninny and then yeah. Ninny also kind of making her recognize that she's starting to go through menopause. I'm assuming they never Which say, they never like, say yeah, it. Yeah. She's like, Oh, hormones, just take the hormones. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, she's like oh. how many did you actually take? <laughs> yeah. She just has so much <laughs> like, and yeah. then I like that. She's finally then taking charge of not just hoping that her husband will recognize, but then be like, you know, Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I was. She's so nice that I was expecting her at one point to have like a bit of a moment of like shouting at him and being like, "Listen, Freaking you out. like overweight son of a bitch." Well, I think like, she yeah. did that backhandedly by serving him a sushi roll. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What a radish and whatever else is on that plate that he. <laughs> she's like, it's a yeah. low cholesterol. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. No more fried chicken her for on the you, trampoline, Ed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I like it. I mean, you know, as far as the men in this cast, we have uh, you know Chris O'Donnell plays Buddy in the beginning, but that's a very short, you know he's just yeah. he's just the catalyst for the story for you know Iggy and then obviously becoming friends with Ruth. But then you have like uh, we said, Big George, who I love. Yeah, yeah. He's a big and uh, oh, why am I blanking on? I didn't write. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, you have Frank, and then yeah, uh, and then um, oh, why didn't I write down the the homeless guy's name? Oh, oh. it's um, some um, much. Ooh, I feel bad. Something lonesome. Sto- uh, Andy. No, I'll have to look that up. The but, drunk guy. You know, so they're all, and then and then obviously then uh, Ed, Evelyn's husband. Mm-hmm. So they're all. Playing, you know, important parts in these women's lives, but I love that they take... They're like support role. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is a really... This is... I mean, it's being called for in Hollywood right now and, you know, and slowly being addressed for more female-led movies, female, uh, you know, produced and directed films... And while this film might have been, I mean, it was written, the novel was written by a woman who was directed uh, by uh, a man, but Mm. I think that this is just a very strong and, you know, pretty uh, progressive movie for, again, Mm -hmm. a movie that's going on 30 years old. Yeah. And it's ironic that we watched it now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? 30 years later. Smokey Lonesome. Smokey Lonesome. That's a great blues band like, <laughs> singer. But right. yeah, so Smokey Lonesome, who ends up playing a part in Frank's uh, demise. But yeah, so that's what, between like those characters. And I love that it's, you know, we get closure with Frank's story, mm-hmm. uh, with him being, well, well we, can, we can talk about it being killed by uh, Sipsy and and kind of smoky uh but with ed 
the last we see of him is Evelyn just saying, I want to bring Ninny to live yeah. with us. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, like, no. never happened. Like, never happened. She's, and she's, she said, I don't, love, don't ever say, please say, say never. Don't, say <laughs> don't ever say <laughs> never to me. That's great. Yeah. And so that's, and that's, that's the last we see of Ed. And obviously, I mean, you know, and she's going to bring, uh, Ninny home and mm-hmm. that's story will continue. But I love that that's kind of, that's all we get from him. Mm-hmm. And it really is at that point, Evelyn going like, no, this is what I'm going to be doing with my life. And this woman has helped me grow mm-hmm. and understand myself yeah. so much better. So, right. Better but, than he did. Yeah, be- yeah, better than he did, probably better than <laughs> him. Sounds like they were getting a divorce. <laughs> it's possible. Versus, you know, back then, like you said, that was a very surprising scene when they go to- and take him away, take uh, Ruth, Ruth away from away. Frank. That was... Yeah. Uh, any other particular scenes that stood out to you that, or that you really, that you enjoyed? Hmm. Hmm. Um, I guess when Ruth is dying... Not that it's like an enjoyable scene, but it's super sad. But the fact that um, Iggy was still protecting and supporting her till she took her last breath. So mm-hmm. she was telling her the story. She really wanted to hear her stories. And as hard as it was for Iggy to just tell a story and not tell her all the things that she's ever wanted to tell her and yeah. be sad and cry, she just told her mm-hmm. story until she died. Yeah. And that part yeah. was impactful. Super sad. That's when I was ugly crying. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was really, really sad. And yeah, and that she'll be there. I mean, the community is a very strong community, even down to the reverend who swears on a, if the judge paid right. attention to a Moby Dick <laughs> versus, <laughs> yeah. the, versus the Bible. But Yeah, like certain parts of the movie make me angry. Well, that was frustrating that they couldn't just be yeah, like, he beat exactly. me. That's yeah. why. Yeah, that was know, Stuff like that was <laughs> yeah. like really makes you just want to Maybe scream. because they thought then they would have a, um, a motive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they were may- trying to deny to the end. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, that was it. I mean, it was definitely a happier outcome than I was expecting at one point when Iggy and Ruth, I mean, Iggy and uh, Big George were arrested for yeah. uh, Frank's murder yep. just because. And, the and even Nanny like, almost the dying. <laughs> like, we thought maybe she died. But it wasn't her that oh, died. Oh my god! Yeah, Otis. that was like there were all there were a few like little twists and turns where you were like, yeah. no, and then yeah. it's like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We thought, yeah, she was dead. Yeah, she didn't <sighs> get to say bye. I was like, more people dying. My god. <laughs> yeah, and then then again, the trick trick out with Buddy Junior. And yeah, the, the right. House. Yeah, there was a, it's like a little roller coaster of emotion. Yeah, a lot of ups and downs <laughs> with this yeah. film, but in the end, uh, I mean, just a, I think a gratifying story. Yes, but. Yeah, that's what I I definitely would you recommend this film to other people? Oh yeah. 100%. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but fried green tomatoes, that's definitely it's worth it's worth checking out. I want some fried green tomatoes. Oh, I'd love some too. <laughs> Last time I just had I had them down in New Orleans, but I'll have to go to where's it? Oak on pine. Oak on pine. Oak yeah. on pine. It really makes you want southern food after you watch it too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like oh, barbecue, yeah. pie, yeah. fried green tomatoes. Barbecued frank. Mm, That's what yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we, yeah, we actually have to quick say that we we slightly when I said this movie is about cannibalism. So they ended up. I thought that they just like 
dumped his body. Yeah, dumped yeah. his body, and obviously then it was would be in the river somewhere, yeah. or the lake, or they or also they showed the... the train coming at that moment. Yeah, like maybe they just put him on the track yeah. or something. Something, but but not no. But so they ended fed him up to the the detective. Well, I had that sheriff. I had the thought for a second because then the next scene, the cut is to. George cutting up some meat, and I was like, yeah. it was like a, it was like a macro shot, and I'm like, oh my god! But he's doing it in plain daylight. So then yeah. I was like, no, that's the barbecue. But they put him. I don't know. I guess yeah. they chopped him up and served him to the sheriff from right. Georgia. That yes, was... and she said it's all in the sauce. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's a very <laughs> again ups and downs. This movie yeah. ups and downs. So unassuming from the name, I have to say, my whole life. Not my whole life. Since 1991, I guess. Uh-huh. When I heard the name Fried Green Tomatoes, I always thought it was just something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I would always it. see it sort of like <laughs> grouped together with Thelma and Louise and movies like that. So I'm like, yeah. oh. You know, have you ever seen Steel Magnolias? Yes. It's one of my that's, favorite movies. That's, this movie really, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever seen it. It's oh, a, that's oh, another classic. Julia Roberts, Dolly Parton, Sally Field, and, oh, wow. uh, oh, why am I forgetting her name? She's in Kill Bill. She's in Splash. Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Right, right, right. Uh, wait. Is she? No. No. I'm thinking of... I'm no, like, that's wait, not, no, that's not... That's not... No, it's not Daryl Hannah. It's, was, um... Who else? Oh, um... Weeza. The older lady. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of her name right now. But this, but this movie, <laughs> this movie really reminded me... Of Steel Magnolias and yeah. something. Again, the Southern Women. Southern like, Women, yeah. Strong Story, Ups and Downs. That's a Major movie ups that, and like, downs. yeah. Crying, laughing. Yeah. But, uh. Oh, Ninji wants to be on it, too. <laughs> <laughs> we got dogs, we got cats. Um, but yeah, so Fried Green Tomatoes. I wonder why it was necessar- necessarily called that. I feel like it should have mm. just been called. I don't know the Aegean Rooster. I think <laughs> like it was. The... I think it was a nostalgia nostalgia part to it, like yeah. Because once she died, she said she closed the restaurant, right? Yeah. So like, I think food for her was just like a comfort of of her and a symbol well, and her of her happiest, friendship. Yeah, and her happiest yeah. times was when they had the restaurant, and her abusive husband wasn't chasing after her, yeah. and they were just making. Fried green tomatoes and she and brought, having a good time. Yeah, no, didn't that's she, a good point. Yeah. Didn't Evelyn bring her? She brought her fried green tomatoes, right? She did, yeah, because she oh, said... Yeah. Like, All right. she it's the connective tissue. Back. I yeah. think so. And like you said, the what, you know, like how that is their happiest time. Yeah. The, and they, they always pan in on the... The window. The window. Yeah, the, the paint. The paint yeah, fried green tomatoes served That here. must have yeah. been like the thing to eat. Yeah. Everywhere. It's so yeah. good. Mm. Some remoulade sauce. Yeah. But anyway. Right? <laughs> I should have picked some up I for know, this podcast I know. recording. <laughs> my my mistake. <laughs> no, my mistake. I should have went across the street. <laughs> well, uh, moving on, we'll go on to the famous food scene. So uh, which, uh, either one of you would like to... I'll, uh, here, let me take off, take off my hat and then we'll let you just uh, kind of... What if pick. we don't know it? Well, we'll watch it. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Good question. Uh, I was thinking, yeah, but I heard him say it before that we were going to watch it. So, whoever... should I pick it? Yeah, good. Pick a good one. What do we got? What, what do we, we got? got? The breakup. Ooh. The breakup. Like show lemons. Show lemons. Yeah. Show lemons. <laughs> yeah. It's when Jennifer Aniston tells um, Vince Vaughn like. 
you forgot I wanted eight lemons or however many it was, nine, and he brings back like two. He's like, isn't that enough? She's like, no, I, I could fit nine lemons in this bowl. Like well, two lemons isn't going to do it. Well, Sorry. This one is one of my we've, favorite we've, uh, people. <laughs> we've got the scene, so let's, let's play it for you listeners, and we'll watch it, and then we'll talk about it. Gary? Yeah. Oh, come on. Really? You got, you got three lemons. What my baby wants, my baby gets. You know that. No, but I, I wanted 12. Baby wanted 12. Why would you want 12 lemons? Because I'm making a 12-lemon centerpiece. So no one's actually even eating them? They're just they're show lemons? Yeah. They're just show lemons. Shown in the center of the table. Glad you find that amusing. But I cannot fill a vase with only three lemons. Well, can't you just use, like, maybe a, a drinking glass? I could use a well, drinking... you can have a smaller uh, version of a centerpiece. I'm going to use a drinking glass for our centerpiece. You know what? I got an idea. Why don't we go ahead and scratch the, the uh, centerpiece idea altogether? Because the chicken that burnt my mouth could maybe use a little bit of lemon on top of it. Guess what? Now we made a better meal versus something visually nice to look at. What are you do- What's happening here? What are you doing? What are you doing? I, I, I had such a long day on the bus. I am. Ex- I need a little bit of downtime. My feet are killing me. Come on, my feet are I'm killing exhausted. me too. I worked all day. Went to the market. I cleaned this entire condo, and then I've been cooking for the last three hours. Come on, help set the table. Sweetheart, what? you've done such a great job already. Why don't, don't you want to finish it yourself and have that personal power, that accomplishment? Set the table. Listen to me. Do you think that when Michelangelo, right, was painting the 16th chapel? That he said, hey, guys, you know, I did pretty good on the first 15 chapels, but why don't you help me design this one? And maybe you could help me uh, give me a brush, and you guys can grab brushes, and we can all make a great chapel. Uh-uh. No, he didn't. And you want to know what the results were? A masterpiece. Okay. Um, it's, it's the Sistine Chapel, not the 16th. And I bet when Michelangelo asked for 12 brushes, they didn't bring him three. Yeah, okay. All the talking is really starting to drain me, and now... I'm gonna have to watch the highlights later to see what I just did. What a douche! <laughs> <laughs> what a douche! Yeah, I mean, this is moving on from a very. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's just a male bashing. <laughs> I mean, this 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 is a movie. We went from like a very female driven film to this. This movie is very fifty fifty. So, uh, uh, what, what you you haven't seen it before? Uh, I don't it? know. I'm really bad. With You're movies. really bad. That's why, like, I had to make sure I watched this like fresh. Jazz, you, you I have think I've seen it. it. Okay. And uh, I mean, both of you were laughing while watching that scene. <laughs> so, you, are you you you're, you're a fan having seen, having seen it or? <laughs> Um, sorry, what was the question? Are you, you're a fan of the film? Oh, yes, or? I am a huge okay. fan of the film. I mean, not I don't huge, know. it's not my favorite movie or anything, but it's it's a really good movie. It's about a breakup, a breakup where <laughs> yeah. they still live together. Oh, yeah, so that's I the, yeah, that's the joke. I have a, had a similar thing going on. <laughs> I guess I could relate. <laughs> Maybe that's why oh, I like the movie. Okay. But I like Vince Vaughn, he's really funny. He I like really funny. Yeah, they're both two, I mean, still, you know, active in. Co- comedy scene. This I think this came out in like two thousand five, two thousand six, and it's I I love this movie because it's a great it's a rom com but about the breakup the like the right. later I mean the, do they yeah, end the up ending. actually breaking up or no? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So spoiler they alert: they yeah. they okay. do. So the whole reason they're staying it's a great apartment and they don't want to give it up oh, and they're each so each trying to make one another like you know. 
make the other one kind of like move out. And, uh, and he has oh. like strippers come. Oh, he so puts they a pool table in the middle. Like, it's like okay. a competition over who can I get see. the other one. She starts dating it's, guys right in front of him. Oh, yeah, it's okay. got one of the best lines ever of him. It, They're on a bowling team together, and it's got the kid from A Christmas Story is oh, is, is, is in it. Okay, who's okay. Like, I he did produces see it. the film. He's a producer with John John Favreau's in this movie. Jason Bateman. You know uh, the part that's yeah. like. Um, and he's like, Band of Brothers, watch it sometime. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, but the oh, okay. acapella singing at the oh, table. Yeah. yeah. Like, on the yeah. drums. Kick, kick, on come, the come. drums. Yeah, come, With come. the drum. yeah. come, come. With the drum. Come, come. yourself. <laughs> the guy from... Uh, so that come, come on the drum. Come, come. Like, we do that all the time, Lorraine and I. <laughs> but this, this is a great scene. This is pre... This is... Kind of the last straw before their breakup, mm. and they're having friends over. Uh, he works with his brothers, giving hey tours, tours of Chicago, mm-hmm. Chicago. So they got a bus at that point, and then they're moving on to they, they their dream is to move to the water as well. Uh, okay, um, and then she works in a high end art gallery as like the manager mm. of of a very cli- you know cliche artistic strong woman that uh, like you know is right. just you know making her life really hard and Justin Long like, plays her it's very uh, similar to Evelyn and Ed in a sense that like she just feels he's not contributing like he's not yes. paying attention to her like she feels un- unappreciated and he's not grateful for anything that she does she's always you know, cooking for yeah. his family and friends, and he just like just sits on the couch and watches sports, sports and plays video games. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. He comes. He doesn't recognize that they both came home from a long, hard day of work. Right. Whether you know, it doesn't matter that she's the cur- I think curator would be the proper word of this. You know, uh, of this artist's uh, space, Sorry. and then he you know is out in you know doing these tours and being a personality, but they're both tired and in their own. Yeah, in their own ways, and and he uh, doesn't appreciate her until he doesn't have her. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really, it's a good, it's a good movie. But I love so it's a it's a food scene. And it's a, I mean, the, even the next scene, they're having a dinner party. So this is getting ready for a dinner party. But I just love that whole, you know, baby, baby gets what baby yeah. wants. You know, like that's <laughs> what baby wants, baby gets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, centerpieces and lemon, lemons for centerpieces. I mean, uh, show lemons. I mean, it's both. They're both. Oh, it's show lemons. it's ridiculous. <laughs> It, on both sides, he's being more unreasonable. Yeah. Right? But at the same time... Well, if it's important to her, yes, she wants exactly. to feel that yeah. he will recognize that. Yeah. Even if it is show lemons. Yes, yeah. exactly. And he doesn't. doesn't get it. And the 16th chapel. <laughs> 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 But, you know, yeah, Michelangelo would be given all 12 t- <laughs> and, not, and, not, and not the three. But, uh, it's, right. a, it's a fun movie. And I'm probably even going to cover more scenes uh, from this movie. I don't think it is a, a foodie film, but it has some great food scenes. John Favreau's a bartender, and he's got, I just, John Favreau, Vince Vaughn, two of the best, like when they're together, mm-hmm. talk about like a strong duo. And they're just because they're the oldest of friends so mm-hmm. he's, this is a good this is a good chef. episode of yes chef john That's favreau exactly ended up giving movie. us one of mm-hmm. the greatest gifts of, i still make that pasta oh, the pasta the that like Scar- that pasta scarlett johansson right is like ever so longingly looking at it oh my God. <laughs> that was a fun story i mean we'll t- talk about it, i'm sure when we cover that uh, episode someday but since you're a fan i'm sure if you haven't heard the story you'll love it is that john favreau went on conan and conan was just like you just made this movie he's like wait a minute 
you know, Vera Farmiga is, uh, right, wait, no, not Vera Farmiga. Um, oh God, why am I forgetting her name? I'm so bad with oh. names today. Uh, who? from. I know who you're talking about. Oh God. Columbia chick? <laughs> yeah. Sofia Vergara? Sofia Vergara. Sofia Vergara. Thank okay. you. Uh, Sofia Vergara is his ex-wife in the movie and Scarlett yeah. Johansson. It, there is like the sommelier and they're having, you know, yeah. uh, relations with one another. And Conan's just like, you just made this movie to be with beautiful women. And he's like, <laughs> and he's just like, no. And Conan's like, bullshit. And he's like, no, no. In my mind, as like, because you know, he wrote it and he directed it and he's starring in it. He's like, in my mind, and I think that that pasta scene kind of, if you after hearing this, you'll you might look at it in a different way, or even I mean, I interpreted it this way. I think in the beginning, but uh, he's he's just so good at his work and so passionate that those women, those gorgeous women, yeah. are in love with that. And so that scene, the pasta scene, where she's you know she's like lying in in bed and he's just making up some this amazing like delicious like, simple pasta dish. Our dream. Yeah. yeah, and but she the way she's looking, it's not at him; it's at him and the craft and Making the pasta. The pasta. Oh, so it's God, great, yeah. Oh, sign me up. Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for our last segment, uh, I told you too. It's called gut instincts. So just um, whoever wants to, I think it will just be well, whatever. Whoever just like says their, you know, uh, answer first. But you know, both of you can answer these okay. questions. So. Okay. Uh, first question: Favorite fast food? In and Out, Wendy's. Ah, what, what, Wendy's, <laughs> Wendy's is one of the Wendy's and Taco Bell tends to be surprisingly one of the bigger ones. In and Out, it's got Does Shake Shack menu. count or no? Shake Shack counts. Yeah. Oh, then forget it. That's, okay. <laughs> that's so. Yeah, I, I love In and Out. Sucker for In and Out. More than Shake Shack. So I gotta move to the West Coast. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Go to alcoholic beverage, so beer, cocktail, whatever, what have Tequila. you. Tequila. Tequila. Gin. Just stri- straight no, up. Just <laughs> <laughs> Our straight up like, Damn, these girls yeah. uh, really throw it back. Gin and club soda. Yeah, Gin tequila club. I like seltzer okay. drinks. Spike seltzer. All right. Gin like on the rocks. <laughs> straight. We like sour beers a lot. <laughs> sour, sour beers? Sour beers. I love yeah. sour beers. Yeah. yeah. We love sour beers too. Um, how have you been to, I still need to make, uh, what's the name of the distillery? And they have the gin. Corgi? Corgi? Yeah. yeah. How is it? Is it a gin? It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. You haven't had it yet at all? No. Oh, yeah. You got it. It's really good. I know. I just had an event the other night where we featured them. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to I'm definitely <laughs> going to go check it out now. Um, favorite childhood snack? Dungaroos. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I dream about them sometimes still. I, I wish I could find craft them. Singles. <laughs> I used to <laughs> I used to fold them into a little stack of squares. Uh-huh. Oh my I just God. eat the squares. I barely like chewed them. They would just <laughs> I love cheese, so my nickname was oh. Mousy when I was little. Oh, okay. Big cheese. The, big, the Dunkaroos has been mentioned before, so I have to. I have to ask oh, vanilla or chocolate. Oh man! No, it's not. You're not. It's not. That's nothing oh. bad with. That's. Uh, I'm. I'm just saying. There's. There's. There's a big. There's a. It's divided. Vanilla or chocolate. Oh, vanilla for sure. Well, yeah, everyone. I'm a chocolate. And guy. the one, but everyone and is, then like because it has like didn't the funfetti. Yes. Yeah. Oh my I god, the funfetti. Fun I don't think I've ever had Dunkaroos. Why did no. they? Why don't they make them anymore? They don't. No, I just don't buy those kind of snacks anymore. But I we, would go insane if I saw we're, we're, them we're in a store. We're children of the '90s, right? That's a, uh, a sort of. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's that? Uh, <laughs> I was okay. born in 80. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, yeah, that, that was a time of like gushers. And the fruit gushers! Roll-up, fruit roll-ups yeah, and man. all that kind of stuff. But um, Why do they do away with that? Zots. I like Zots. Yeah. You guys are too young for the Zots. On the, <laughs> the strip? Those like fizzy candies, like inside they're fizzy and the oh. outside they're so the, like the, fun dip. This next question will, will be uh, interesting, but maybe I know the answer already because you mentioned, you said Dunkaroos, you said cheese, so sweet or savory? <laughs> savory. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Here we go, okay. Uh, favorite food city? You can answer both domestic and both international if you'd like. Austin. Um, 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 I mean Sicily for sure. Sicily is up there. International, domestic, Jersey City. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, that's right, Jersey City. <laughs> I mean, Austin is definitely up there. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I was also really pleasantly surprised by Portland, Maine. Ooh, yeah, lobster rolls. Yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm a huge seafood. I could eat seafood every day. You gotta go down to so, New Orleans then. Yeah, I'll spread. Yeah. That's my, go- that's my gospel. Up there too. Yeah, like, and it, even in like places of South America, just eating fish every day. Mm-hmm. Ceviche. Oh, I love ceviche. Yeah. God. So, <laughs> favorite cuisine. Oh. Oof, that's hard. I know. (laughs) I would say it has to be like top three. Okay, sure, top three. Peruvian, Mm -hmm. Vietnamese now, and Italian. Okay. I feel like those are my same. (laughs) I I grew up Cuban, Chinese, so I feel like Peruvian is a great blend of the two, Latin-Asian fusion. So it's always up there for me. Asian in general, I think. Um, I want chowfa right now. I really, I really, I really like Peruvian as well. Is there a local Peruvian spot that, like, as as fans of Peruvian food, is there like a? We've had a couple. So there's like hole in the walls type yeah, places. Yeah, really yeah. it's yeah. mostly hole in the wall. Like yeah, there's a place yep. called Chevita. 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 Yeah, okay. that's a really good. And one. then the rotisserie chicken we've had pretty good here, right? Yeah. Oh, and um. Is that, is I always that, rem- forget the names of it. El Gordo like, is that Peruvian? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's it is. yeah. Okay. Rotisserie chicken. Yeah. That one's One of good. our Rutherford partners that has since moved um, oh, suburb Peru. Yeah. We love them. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. You don't really have upscale Peruvian here, though. Uh, Costanera and Montclair. Mm-hmm. Guilty pleasure food. Mac and cheese. Craft. <laughs> True. That makes me think of childhood. That yeah, makes me think right? of, yeah. Probably grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Oh, and wings. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sorry. We have a All lot. All of it. Mo- oh, my God. Mozzarella sticks. No. Mozzarella sticks. That's it. Favorite condiment? Aeolis. Oh. <laughs> I love fancy like aioli. My refrigerator. <laughs> That's gonna be a really. Fun. Oh, I know. Her half of her fridge is my, just condiments. I'm condiment Ooh. queen. That's why yeah. I sat here oh, very okay. quiet. Yeah. Um, that whole door. It's so heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's wild. I'm surprised it hasn't fallen off. I know. I definitely have a really great selection of Asian condiments. Yeah. Okay. Because I grew up eating, you know, Chinese food in my sure. house. So mm. lots of different sauces, chili oil. Chili that might oil. be my number one. Yeah. You just gave me a good idea for a new like a video segment for my YouTube channel, just like 
going to people's places and just like talking about what's in the fridge. Right, that's back here. Yeah, mine right now. You can barely look in it because I just went food shopping. There's so much stuff in there. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I will feed you. What's, uh, what's the last thing you ate? Oh, we, we just, just had a salad because yeah, we're trying was, to be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta try, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I put some quinoa in a salad. We had leftover like Portuguese chicken from yesterday. Um, the ribs. Yeah, and ribs. <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing Holly. a parasite cleanse right now, so I'm limited to what I can eat. So boring uh. salad it was. The most oh, common question we get asked is like, "How are we not obese?" Because <laughs> well, I was, I, I was, just, I was gonna, I was gonna ask. So on the on the food tours, are are both of you like, are you eating the, with the? We used to in the beginning. We, we, to, we just, learned yeah. that that wasn't yeah. a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, how hard is it? Um, done. I don't, I I don't really want to eat it anymore on the tours. Okay. Because I've had it enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, but then you get the certain people I who I want it every time. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's that's. <laughs> Unless like the people are like really adamant of like sitting down with them and like please, please, it's going to go to waste. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of a professionalism thing now. Where we're like, sure. maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> but sometimes, yeah, sometimes we do want to sit with our guests and eat together as a family, mm-hmm. you know, and we will sort of... Depends on the vibe. Yeah. Well, uh, another, I feel like, you know, these have been some tricky questions for you, but this is this tends to be a very tricky one. Uh, what would be your last meal? Oh, Ooh, I actually like yeah. this question a okay. lot. <laughs> but do we have enough time? <laughs> because it's a lot. Oh, man. Definitely my mom's fried rice mm. is up there. As If I had to pick that. And there's something called frituras de malanga that we eat. It's Ooh, like, it's that? a root vegetable. Okay. And she takes it and puts it in a food processor with like egg. Um, maybe there's scallions in there. Garlic olive oil and it becomes like she makes fritters out of them awesome but the texture it's yeah. like yucca almost oh yeah I lo- yeah I love the texture yucca, yeah. is amazing in these things and then you put lime on them they wow. are and i only get them thanksgiving what? and christmas eve <laughs> what oh, are they called man. again uh frituras de malanga oh yeah yeah they're basically like, like malanga fritters but i don't know really what malanga is in, i don't either yeah cassava no that's yucca. no but her fried rice, um, anytime we would have leftovers, basically, the next day, leftover cold rice and whatever, like, protein mm. we had mm-hmm. mixed with, like, scallions and a scrambled egg makes the best meal. Oh, yeah. And so, so I know I make fried rice a lot. Yeah. Those are just two things. Wait, yeah, we're really good <laughs> at, re- like, recreating meals from leftovers. Yeah. We've gotten really good at that. But I think my last, hmm, that's hard. Okay, definitely a whole fried fish. A whole fried fish. Because I, like, so it's nice and crispy because I like to eat the fins and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, with lime and coconut rice on the side. Mm. And then, um, oh, I'm like salivating right now. Sorry. Um, ceviche. <laughs> yeah, there would have to be a side of ceviche. Damn, I was like thinking all the things that she was talking to. Um, definitely rainbow cookies on the side Ooh, <laughs> for yeah. dessert. And pretty much every Sicilian pastry under the sun. Okay. I would eat it all. 
Where's the best place to get dumplings in Jersey City? That's what I'm trying to find. Do you... Oh, yeah, Pinwheel Garden. Pinwheel Garden's great. Also, yeah. right here. Boy. And, uh, like, you're living made right by, out yeah. of Taiwanese yeah. grandmother's kitchen. Like, yeah. amazing. Writing that down. Pinwheel Garden? Yes. You must go there. Isn't there another place downtown? Too? I gotta go on a food. I gotta go on mm. one of your tours. Yeah, you do. Yeah. do. Shanghai Best is pretty good. Yeah. Soup dumplings there are pretty good. Shanghai Best? Mm hmm. You always see, like, Chinese people eating in there. Blog. <laughs> oh, a dumpling, like, Instagram blog. Best food tour I ever went on was a food tour in Shanghai and they just took us I had like the best soup dumplings mm. ever fresh like scallion pancakes made like right in front oh, of me oh, I and it was scallion just, like I was in Pinwheel Garden at the <laughs> West. Oh, yes. oh, oh yeah. man mm-hmm. <sighs> you gotta go I'm so hungry <laughs> sorry uh, <laughs> Now this, we're all going to have I dumplings. Feel, <laughs> I feel like this is becoming a silly question to ask, but do you prefer to uh, dine in or, like, go, go out and eat? I mean, you are doing it for your work, so, I well, mean, what's the... It depends. I love to cook. Yeah. yeah. I like to cook she for other too. people. That's Well, that's a lot the, more yeah, fun. exactly. That's the best. It's kind of sad yeah. when you're just alone. Well, that's the thing, too. Yeah, I love to entertain Clearly, I have the space. Yeah. So I think with my friends, I've been known to like be the mom. Yeah, her parties are like... Everybody. <laughs> so. Lemon centerpieces. <laughs> <laughs> come, come. <laughs> um, no, everything is edible. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We don't, we don't hold back. What's your favorite movie snack? You go in the movies, what are we having? Ooh. Hmm. Popcorn. Popcorn. You know me, salty, yeah. savory. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I need both. Ooh, like gummy bears. No, those Samoa cookies are amazing. <laughs> you don't get that in the movie. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> All right, maybe like Swedish fish, and like, like really buttery popcorn. Mm. Yeah. No, none of that light shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do That's do right. It, right. We're talking yeah, about women exactly. that are drinking gin tequila here. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually a commercial the other day. I don't know what I was watching, where they did like a life hack, like where you go to the movie theater and how to oh. get your popcorn to be buttered oh, evenly. Oh, I know. You take a straw. It's genius. You oh, take a straw right. and you put it on the spout. <laughs> yeah. And depending on how big, if you get the big barrel of popcorn, <laughs> you just put more straws and it goes wow. into the container. See, and you get all the butter. See, I had been, I'd been to a movie theater where, like, the they had a rod that had holes on the side, and you just put it, like, oh, yeah, I've seen if you that. weren't, like, I guess, turned up. I mean, no one's touching that anyway, because the butter's coming out of it. But yeah. I guess some people are just like, oh, it's a metal rod that's going, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's yeah. just there, like, airborne stuff yeah. touching it. But, yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, so I mean, it's already been invented, and it's not really no, but like the straw, that. No, I like the straw, though. The straw's good. But, uh... I just remembered something I wanted to, like, for last meal. Like, my uncle's chicken cutlets. Yeah. They're the chicken best chicken cutlets, cutlets cold on the in world. The yes. They are the best chicken. They, he, like, sometimes he pounds the chicken. Yeah, and sometimes leftovers are just, like, even, you know... Oh, man. I eat dinner for breakfast. My boyfriend always laughs oh, yeah, because she loves that. I don't really like breakfast food that much. Uh-huh. I eat whatever we were having the night before yeah. or like whatever dinner food is in there is my breakfast. Mm. Oh, the other day I had leftover Persian food for breakfast and it was just like Ooh. yum, amazing. Mm. <laughs> there's this one I can never pronounce the names of the dishes, but there's this chicken dish that's cooked in a walnut po- po- uh, pomegranate sauce. Wow. And it's 
like if you go to any traditional Persian restaurant, you can have it, and it's just there's one now wow. in Hoboken, right? Uh, yes, Va- Seven Valley, Valleys. Seven Valleys. I think they have it there. Where was the one you went to? Uh, it's called uh, Riva, and it's uh, there's three locations in Manhattan, oh, okay. and that one's the closest one for us to get to. Uh, I haven't been to one downtown. I know that there's one on like the like sixth and thirtieth. Or no, even a little bit more east, but around like the 30s, but on the east side. And there's one on 62nd and like the east side. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, R-A-V-A-G-H, Rava. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I'll check it out. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, two more questions. What would be your spirit food? So I'm just getting to know you two, oh. but I think you two clearly know one another very well. So given your personalities and just that kind of, what, what food do you think best represents you? <laughs> I know. But, we get deep here. We get huh. deep. Is it because it's our favorite go-to thing? Or no, because, not like, your... something about it represents Yeah, there's something. Yeah. So, some, yeah, some, yeah, exactly. Huh. So. I still think, well, I guess for me, it'd be fried rice with chili oil on it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say fried <laughs> rice it's for like, you. It's a blend of a lot of yeah. different things yeah, yeah. and a little spicy. <laughs> That's me. A classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. I don't and know. it's reinventing leftovers. Which, That's true. Yeah. My spirit food. Damn. I don't know. <laughs> Yours has to be some kind of dessert, I feel like. Yeah. Because you're so sweet. <laughs> and you, a, rainbow cook, a rainbow cookie. A rainbow cookie I was thinking, too. <gasps> <Yes! but> like, <laughs> well, like it's, it's like, layered, but I'm actually not a huge chocolate fan. Okay. The chocolate's just there, but... Um, <laughs> Hmm, what kind of Dunkaroos? <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would, yeah, it would need to have like an upscale element, but then like be like just super, I don't know, like comfort foodish. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what that is, but <laughs> maybe like a pasta dish. <laughs> maybe a pasta uh, dish. Gnocchi. Oh yeah. Gnocchi. Gnocchi, okay. Because they're, like, cute. Warm, comforting, <laughs> like, cute. <laughs> but the cream, like, with, like, a nice, like, pesto or something. Yes, I don't pesto, know. that's you. Gnocchi and pesto, okay. Gnocchi and pesto, and then the, the fr- and fried rice. Can't yeah. forget the chili oil. Chili oil, with the chili oil. Last question. <laughs> What's the greatest lesson you've learned in food? That it's best shared with others. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're doing it for... That's why we do what we do. Uh, Probably keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, (laughs) stupid. You know, kiss. I just feel like that applies to, like, everything, but also food, because especially Italian cuisine, like... One thing like drives me insane, like going to an Italian spot and they do way too much with the pasta. It's like why Italian cuisine is so wonderful is because it's so simple. Yeah. And then you get these pasta dishes with these like almost like syrupy sauces or like crazy ingredients. It's like I love inventive sides. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. We need to, we need that too. But sometimes you just got to keep it simple. Yeah. And not just with food, but. A lot of things in life. <laughs> Amen, sister. Simple. I like it. So sh- sharing with others and kiss. 
Yes. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Well, thank you both so much for coming on. Right now, please uh, tell everyone how they can contact you, all the social media, and where they can find you so they can go on one of your lovely tours. Yes. So our website is jerseygirlsfoodtours.com. Uh, we're big on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and um Instagram are at JG Food Tours. Um, all of our public tours for Jersey City are weekly, Saturdays or Sundays, usually between 3 and 6 or 3.30 to 6.30. Um, if you don't see a date, we do private tours pretty much any day of the week. Wow. Minimum, we need a minimum of, of usually like 6 to 8 people, as large as 100. Um, email info at JG Food Tours. We're happy to make any occasion super special. Bachelorette parties birthday parties, wedding parties, anything. So anything celebrated around food will will make it really, really fun. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have one last question. What would, you say, <laughs> what would you say would be like the craziest tour you've ever given? Like or like as far as like the, the clientele, has there been, you said bachelorette party and you know, that kind of stuff that just makes me think of, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, knock on wood. <laughs> We've been pretty lucky with like okay. nothing super crazy happening, but um, some injuries our, here and there, nothing major. So, that, but yeah, so <laughs> one person, um, it was before the tour started okay. <laughs> on oh, the way to <laughs> the brewery, she fell and like Oof. cut her face open basically, oh. which really sucks. And I ended up actually having to cancel that tour because like it was a small tour to begin with, yeah. Um, but besides that, like, I feel like people handle their alcohol pretty well. Okay. And uh, that's that's the craziest I Probably, can think I mean, of, right? I guess it depends on what the definition of crazy is. But, yeah. like, <laughs> we hosted, like, 100 people from Jansen. Like, that was a really cool tour. We broke them up yeah. into four groups. Like, mm-hmm. that was the largest group we've ever had. And we just, Never like, round robin like, to all the <laughs> restaurants. So that was, like, a really awesome night yeah. We hired, like, two friends to be tour guides, and, yeah, that like, was fun. It's not New York, so, like, you know, some of our friends have told, like, that tour guides getting into fight with homeless people and, like, getting punched in the face. Ooh. Like, yeah, so All we're right. kind of lucky, yeah. like, in that yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, well, <laughs> we just right. recently had someone leave after the first stop. I don't know that yeah. I really want to be, like, making that in public. No. Um, <laughs> Crazy people. Yeah. You can't please everyone, I guess, yeah. but... But obviously an overall success and you yes. keep growing and expanding and showing yeah. people out there the good food that New Jersey has to offer. So yes. thank you There's for that as, as someone that is a, you know, born, raised, educated, living, probably dying in Jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for that, ladies. And uh, we end every episode. We have a little sign off line. It's actually it's from uh, it's something my grandmother would always say when she was when we would go over to her place for dinner and she would say uh, you know like the plates getting empty she'd be like oh don't worry there's more to cut so I feel like that just was such a great line that transcends just for food and there's just more to cut there's always more I out there I have a good quote for, from grandparents oh please share please so my mom's um, dad is Chinese okay. and he always said you have to try everything three times before you say you don't like it. I like that. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great food lesson. Yeah, yeah. There's acquired taste. Oh, yeah, that's and, a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the so the line is there's more to cut. So if both mm-hmm. of you could uh, just I don't know if you want to say at the same time, so you can decide <laughs> or just how yeah. you'd like to say that. There's more to what? cut. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
We're pretty good at this usually. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're the Jersey girls. <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> There's more to cut. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful unison. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So fun. <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. I got love in my tummy and I feel like I'm loving you. Love you such a sweet thing, good enough to Oh,